Blog Talk Radio. carry my gun on my holster and this and that. That's why. 
Because, you know, they, they, you know, a lot of them get in their trucks and drive four or 500 miles up here and act a fool. Mm-hmm. But if you're considered, quote-unquote, under that particular law, that you're talking about poverty, then uh, they may go to jail for the rest of their lives. So you're saying these are the, the gun lovers yeah. that they feel that it's going to jeopardize the gun lovers. Yeah, that's what it's going to do. Well, <clears throat> I think obviously it would, but, okay, my take on it is this. It's one thing to have a gun, Mm-hmm. But you have to be a responsible gun owner. Owning a gun or possessing a gun does not give you the right to just go and pluck people off because of whatever your issue is. Right. And that's the problem. That's where it becomes domestic terrorism. Right. Just because you have a gun and you have ammunition, that doesn't give you the right to go terrorize people. But I think a lot of them, to me, that own these guns, that's just my personal opinion, that they're not right in their mind, period. They're not using, you know, back in the day we used to use guns for protection. Now you're using guns because I'm scared of this Asian person, I'm scared of this black person, I'm scared of this person, that person. I mean, you're fear of people, and that, and that's sad. That you fear people and that you have to, you know, extinguish them in, in, in that way. But see, in their minds, it's those people that are terrorizing them. So then it comes down to, I have to defend myself from these people that are terrorizing me. But this man traveled, you know, considering this, this particular case, four or 500 miles mm-hmm. to another neighborhood. These people ain't thinking yeah. about this white he man. He traveled what? I don't know, like 200 miles yeah. ago, they say. Yeah. These black people are not thinking about him. They're trying to live their lives, going to a grocery store, get buying groceries. Yeah, <laughs> you know it's just crazy. What's, you quiet over there, Papa? What, what, what you think? No, well, I was just checking out you know your answers on that. But yeah. I mean, going back to the question, why do Republicans continually vote against a bill that would help to deal with this? It's just beyond me. I don't to, understand. To give it stronger, you know, court to make the court stronger against that to happen, so that know. they can better penalize people. Mm-hmm. That go out here and terrorize stronger, people yeah. like this. I I really just don't understand it. I can't for the life of me see why would you vote against mm-hmm. something that is trying to help protect people from these kinds of domestic terrorists, or at least have a system in place that says if the if the cops don't get there in time to protect you, at least the courts will deal with these people on the other end. I, I just, I don't understand it. I think it's a cycle. It's a cycle because if you do that, then people won't go out and buy guns. Don't buy guns, uh, the money don't flow. So who knows? Half these Republicans, <laughs> they could be investing in these gun businesses or, you know, whatever. Their their focus is that. They're making money on the back end somehow. It just, it just, it just baffles me. Like you said. Yeah. It's just well, what's crazy. Your, what's your take on it, Papa Dean? I just think that um they know they know themselves. You know, they know who they are and they know who their family is. You know? They know they got crazy ass people in their families. Yeah. You know, because even though you sit there in the Senate or in the Congress and you were a tie every day and you're Mr. People call you Mr. Mr. Whatever, you know, and 
and you're famous for being a politician, a lifetime politician, but everybody got a family, you know, that's doing some crazy stuff. And and there are no exceptions to that. And they know who their family members are. Mm-hmm. And that's why they always want to uh, flip the script on stuff that they claim that the Dems are doing. I mean, Trump said that more during his presidency. Mm-hmm. Well, the Democrats are trying to, and he would say some stuff that Democrats ain't even thinking about. <laughs> yeah. Like, really, man? Is but that it, what you? But is, is that language he's talking? He's talking that language to them. Yeah, but he's trying to talk on the opposite of what he would do himself. Right. When people aren't even doing that. Right. And but the but he knows the ignorance of the people that is listening to him. It's so interesting when you know how stupid the people are that are listening to you. Mm. To live a life like that, anybody I've talked to, my goal is to help educate them. If I wanted to keep people in, this, in the stupid zone, hell, I talk to stupid people every day. People I even know. You know, close friends for that matter. But I don't take advantage of their stupidity like Trump does. Well, Forrest Gump said it well. Stupid is stupid does. Isn't that what he said? Yeah, but yeah, if, people, if people consider you some type of leader, man, you really you shouldn't. I wouldn't say... But you really shouldn't, like, just keep manifesting that, and he does that. He he wants everybody to look up to him when he walks and talks and goes on stage. And he loves Different it. people he want to promote, like well, Dr. Oz. Right. He, he, he and worshipped on him. Right. He, yeah, he, he but, feeds you know, on that. That's yeah. not, you know. It's not reality, but he's he's special. He's he's not yeah yellow bus special. He's not real. <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, I just I just uh, definitely you know in getting off this particular subject, I just feel that they don't pass it because they know their people. Yeah, and they know that if yeah. they pass that, like like you were saying a little bit in that situation, Keller, they know that uh, it's going to crack down on them. It's going to backfire on them more than anybody else. If they pass that rule, because they're the ones that's freaking out. Whenever somebody has a shooting like that, what do you see in a school or whatever? In most cases, you know, the Caucasians are leading that particular drive. And then over in uh, the place in Virginia, what was that, Charlottesville? Mm-hmm. When they were marching the night before. Yeah, with the, yeah that was with crazy, the, with the tiki torches. Tiki torches, yeah. talking about the Jews. and uh, that was I didn't know that was even existing, that, and that was in Virginia. Well, Virginia's always been special. Right down the street from uh, Massanutten. Oh, the haters are organized. Yeah, they're there. Oh, well. Well. Let's move on. All right. All right, let's get into the rundown. What you got for us tonight, Kel? We got quite a bit tonight. All right, let's do it. Fire it up. Out off the press. Um, In focus. We're going to talk about the CDC recommends Pfizer boosters for children 5 to 11. Also, Nick Sabins, is it Sabins? Nick Sabins, yeah. Okay, Nick Sabins comments on NIL, Texas A&M recruiting, and Buffalo, New York, mass shooting update on the killer. Also, a cocktail of the week, which we're sipping on right now. Um, what's popping with Papa Didi? Our weird news, of course. Cheese, it's new, new crackers, age cheese to hip-hop music. Also, Florida man arrested after repeatedly asking 911 to arrest president. And the U.K. Uh, tribunal rules calling a man bald is sexual harassment. Okay. I'm just saying with red wine, they fell for the scam of all scams. Living for the city with Papa Didi. He's going to keep us uh, on our toes tonight. My Hollywood wrap-up. I got a lot tonight. Uh, the kiss it list and the last word. Sit back, relax, get your favorite cocktail, 
and we'll be back with In Focus. This is Red Wine, and you're listening to WPJP Block Talk Radio Pajama Party. Check out my commentary. I like to call it, I'm just saying, because sometimes I am just saying. It's just my opinion. It's what I think. Hey, you don't have to agree, but if you disagree, call us up. 914-803-4306. Hey, don't forget, they can catch us on uh, Twitter also. And uh, against the newest coronavirus variants. 
Um, my thing is, how many damn variants are we gonna have? Because, oh, no. I mean, the adults need to catch up with the children. Children seem like they get more vaccinated than we are. I don't know. So yeah. when they're talking about their, like, natural immunity or something mm-hmm. that you mentioned, mm-hmm. is that what they kept talking about when they were referencing herd immunity? That's a good question. Mm-hmm. I remember when they kept talking at one point about herd immunity? Mm-hmm. It sounds like that's basically what they were saying. Like, if enough people eventually got it, oh, and, okay. and they would develop some level of immunity to it, I, I think it. that was what the whole herd immunity. Right. I called it theory. Right. Because to me, it didn't seem like that was the case. It seemed mm-hmm. like the more people got it, the more people got it. Right. <laughs> Not the more immunity people. Oh, got. I see what you're saying. You're you're. It depends to me it just depends on the individual. If your immune system is strong, that's the key thing. Your mm-hmm. immune system has to be strong. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if it's if it's weak then it's it's just it's gonna be compromised. Right. And that's that's the biggest issue. That's I think that's why a lot of older people were, you know, passing on because of that fact. And they had other um, you know, issues, illnesses as right. well. So that that didn't help. But, um, I mean, to me, I think kids are pretty resilient. I mean, that particular age group, 5 to 11, they, they're pretty resilient. But yeah, the, they do tend to bounce back quicker. Yeah. But the, yeah, but the thing is, are they keeping themselves, you know, clean, hands clean, this, that? That's another key factor as well. Uh, probably not. But, no. you know, it's up to the parents to, you know, help supervise that, I guess. But um, No. I've seen kids many a time. In that age group, right, with a runny nose, and instead of getting tissues, yeah. you know what they do, right? They just use the back of their arm, wipe and wipe, yep, <laughs> wipe and wipe, and wipe it away, on. and somebody else grab your arm, or they wipe it on on themselves or something, right? Like that. Wipe it off on the note on their hand, and then yeah. wipe it on the pan, you know. Yeah, <laughs> but it's it's gonna be interesting to see, you know the. You know, the parents, I guess, willing to let their kids get vaccinated because there was a group that they didn't want them to get vaccinated, you know. But that's probably that same group that doesn't do any kind of vaccinations anyway. I guess. Was it that group or was it just anti-COVID vaccination? <laughs> I think it was anti-COVID, but I'm not sure. It doesn't say in this article. It's just talking about the vaccination. But you remember at one point there was a group, or they, I'm not saying was, there is a group mm-hmm. of uh, parents that are against all vaccinations. Right. They mm-hmm. don't do any of the childhood immunization. Right. And that's just how they roll. But were they getting vaccinated? Not that I know of. Okay. I think they just, like, fell into the group of the anti-COVID mm-hmm. vaccination. Because mm-hmm. these people, you know, they don't do the measles, mumps, rubella, uh, what else do they get? Chicken pot or whatever, all of those childhood things. Right. They were like absolutely not, but yet they still want their kids to go to public schools. I don't think so. And I, I don't understand that. I'm like, no. My child will be going. Yeah, I'm like, if you can't, you know, get with the program, then you need to go to a private school that, that doesn't have that requirement right. or homeschool them yourself. Right. But talk about measles. I did hear a case. There was um, um, a child that had measles. They had traveled outside of the country and ah. they contracted uh, measles. It was in this uh, DMV area. Mm. So um, I haven't heard any more about it. Who knows? It sounds like they swept it underneath the rug. 
But um, I guess that's another reason why they were trying to rush this vaccination for 5 to 11, you know. So it's a lot of stuff going on. It is. Did y'all hear about the monkeypox? No. That's another one. That um, Well, what is uh, a monkeypox? It's, it's uh, some other illness. I don't know if it's airborne or what. They say it originates in Africa. Oh, boy. You know, that's what they always want to blame it on. Of course. (laughs) But they say that normally cases of it would only be in Africa. But now it's moved. Some There are cases that have been identified in Europe and in North America. Now, I don't know where in North North America just yet. Mm-hmm. But they're saying that if you get it, that in most cases you can recover from it, you know, that you'll be all right, but it's uncomfortable. And I guess in extreme cases, you know, it could it could kill you. But it's one of those, another one of these rare things that just pops up. Mm-hmm. And my concern is that just like the way COVID started out in where? China? Started out way over in China. And people at first were like, oh, it's way over there. Mm-hmm. We're good. And then before you knew it, that thing was all over the U.S. Mm-hmm. So hopefully monkeypox won't be a, a major situation. But, right. but let, let me just say briefly on that. Um, I'm reading an article now. It says an extremely rare disease called monkeypox is cousin of smallpox. Mm-hmm. Uh, it made its way to the United States. A case of monkeypox was reported Wednesday in a, a patient hospitalized in Massachusetts Mm-mm. who recently traveled to Canada in private transportation. So, Okay. Oh, boy. All righty. much for me. Okay. All right. We're going to keep it moving. All right. Over mm-hmm. to you, Pop. What do you want to ask? Who named it monkeypox? I know. I don't know. Uh, of all things. That's a good question. Did it make your hair grow? I don't know. It just looked like some oversized bumps to me from what I saw. Yeah, I saw an image of, you know, a a pock. Right, it was just, somebody was exaggerated then, because the chicken, no, that's just chicken pox. (laughs) (laughs) Who named that? Too many pox. (laughs) Yeah, like who named that? Did that originate from chickens? Might have been, I'm not sure. So did this come from monkeys? That's a good question. Okay. We answered that question, right? You got oh. mad cow disease. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, another ball game. What, what, what you got over there, Bob? <laughs> well, this is a, this may sound like a, a, a sports story, but it's a lot different than that. Okay. This is that guy, uh, Nick Saban. Uh-huh. Just to do the backstory on him, he's the coach of the uh, <clears throat> Alabama, you know, Roll Tide. You know, they'd be accused that term. Mm-hmm. Anyway, Alabama's been winning championships year after year after year after year. Nick Saban acts like he's the cream of the crop. He's, to the college world, he's like Bill Belichick, mm-hmm. coach of the New England Patriots. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You know, the great white knight that does no wrong or whatever. But he opened up his big mouth the other day and kind of put his foot in it. Because he was kind of sitting back with his white buddies, and they was on a little talk show or whatever, and they started going in. He went on a couple, went in on a couple, went in on this Texas A&E coach, guy named uh, Jimbo Fisher, mm-hmm. saying he paid for all his players and all that because he got a lot of good recruits. Mm-hmm. See, college 
the college coaches know who the good recruits are around the world. Right. Mostly the little young Negroes, you know. Okay. And the guy from Texas A&M got most of them. And then Deion Sanders, mm-hmm. he coaches Jackson State down in Mississippi. He got a couple other good guys. Right. So Nick Samus pissed off because he was winning championships every year because he would always get the good people. But this year he missed out on the ones that were coming out. Oh, okay. So he gets on TV and he says the Texas A&M coach, uh, Jimbo Fisher, he, you know, said he, he brought his team. And just, but Jimbo Fisher came back on him and kind of jumped in his butt. He said, you know, he in so many words, he said that the stuff that, that uh, the Alabama coach saying is despicable because, uh, you know, why are you taking shots at 17-year-old kids, he told him. He said, uh, mm-hmm. he said, he said we didn't buy anybody. He said when Saman doesn't get his way or things don't go the way you want them to go, he said, you want to find out something strong, dig up in the Saban's pass. Uh-oh. You know, Ooh. you see what he's been doing. Ooh. He called him a narcissist, Uh-oh. always wants to get his way, always wants the players that he wants. And this year, now that he didn't get the players, he's jumping everybody's tough. And then he then Saban had nerds talk about Deion Sanders. Uh-oh. And said that. Uh, Big mistake. Yeah. yeah, and, you know, Deion Sanders, he's just clever, just on his feet. He said that Sanders, they paid a guy a million dollars to come there. And a young boy said, wait a minute, they may have paid me a million dollars, but you get nowadays you get money for your likeness. Because mm-hmm. if, if if Jackson State started selling his his uh, jerseys and all his name on it to people, mm-hmm. he can get a part of that money. Right. So for some reason they were able to negotiate a million dollars for him. Mm-hmm. And he came to Jackson State, that young brother, who was very good. Okay. And um, so uh, Deion Sanders said it wasn't really the money. He said we invited him to our homecoming. Uh-oh. Okay. And we came there. He saw our entertainment, our beautiful campus, our beautiful women, our whole beautiful thing. And he just, <laughs> he said the boy fell in love with it. Okay. So, and, and, but the sad part about the, the, uh, the black colleges, they don't really get recruited that tough by the NFL. Because mm-hmm. nobody knows who they are. They just disappear in there. Mm-hmm. And they have a mediocre season with a mediocre team and, and after a while, they just got to depend on their degree and move on. But the whole the thing about this story here is that Nick Saban from Alabama is just as dirty as anybody else in the game. Okay. He had nerdy get out. Now, now he's trying to backtrack and apologize to people and stuff like that. And, and he apologized yeah. to Deion Sanders? Yeah, he, he threw an apology <laughs> out of him. I didn't mean to talk about his. But you sat there and, and really, if you listen. Well, you, you said what you meant. Right. If you pulled the story right. on that situation with Nick Saban, when he was making his initial speech talking about people, Right. He was talking for like 20 minutes, straight out, naturally, you know, being pissed. Mm-hmm. But then people backtrack a day later mm-hmm. on what they said, and it's like, well, damn, well, mm-hmm. a day ago you was all in on yeah. everything that came out of your we mouth. You fire yesterday. He yeah. said what he meant. And then all of a sudden you say, well, I just want to apologize. But well, that's because you slept on it. A few close friends of yours told you how wrong yeah. it was. And yeah, yeah. So the college thing is really heating up, you know, because mm-hmm. players can get paid now, and and That's good. you know, um, different players in the uh, black colleges are getting noticed, and mm-hmm. so it's, it's it's really deep. About time. You, you'll see. Well, you know what I think, mm-hmm. as far as the NFL and and not recruiting mm-hmm. from HBCUs, mm-hmm. I think that it's not that they're not aware; they are very well aware of the HBCUs and the players that are out there. They just don't take the time and they don't show the respect. They don't go there to recruit. 
they go to the same old network of what they always do, same old travel pattern, same old schools. That's where they go. They know how strong some of those players are at the HBCUs, but for whatever reason, they refuse to give the level of respect, in my opinion, to the HBCUs to go and recruit some of those young brothers from there and bring them out and let them get paid. Mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you why. This is my opinion. Mm-hmm. It's the old boys' school, as usual. These white MFs, they go, like you said, they go with the same pattern, mm-hmm. the same stuff. Old Miss. Right. Yeah. And they don't, you know, you know this, 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 UCLA. this group, I think they have a pack. We're not going to go to oh, HBCU schools and woo, woo, woo. Mm-hmm. we just not going to do it because we don't want them in the league, period. Because they probably think that they're just <laughs> Yeah, you ignorant. think you're going to shut them out that they way. They think that they're ignorant Negroes. Right, but see. Um, down at a HBCU team. But when, when the. When the they're coach, not well behaved. Uh, what happened with the coach? The um, guy that was going to hire him called the wrong person. Remember? Oh mm-hmm. yeah, that was the NFL. That that busted that, that wide open. Belichick. Yeah, Belichick. Yeah, he called Brian. He, he, he got busted wide open. He called Brian Brian Flores instead of calling the other Brian that actually got hired for a team. Right. He got busted wide and open. And he busted the whole move. Sure did. But yeah. he but see Belichick is so arrogant that he didn't pay that no mind. Mm. You know when you got the ability mm-hmm. to say I right, effort 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 I don't care effort. Mm-hmm. When you got that much strong ignorance like that, then then you become you think you're Teflon. But he done been busted for mm-hmm. spying on teams and all kind of stuff through mm-hmm. the years. Yeah, but so. he's still head coach. He didn't lose exactly, his job because he don't care. He don't care. He got that Donald Trump. Uh, see, you know the reason, like like just on speaking on that, a lot the reason why a lot of people like Donald Trump because they live through him. That's mm-hmm. how they always been, but Trump showed them it's okay to oh, be yeah, that to way come in public. Out, yeah, yeah. It's okay to be like that. Yeah. And Trump showed everybody mm-hmm. now it's okay to be a. But it's you know, God forbid, if something ever happens to Trump, everything is going to really fall back to normal because nobody's going to have the, the kahunas to act like Trump. Right. Nobody in this world. It's almost like when he dies. It's like when when Chris Kringle died and then it became Santa Claus. You know, everybody was Chris Kringle first. <laughs> mm-hmm. Maybe y'all too young for that. Mm-hmm. All my time. Okay. Mm-hmm. We'll together over here. We'll, uh, yeah. Well, I want to go back to what we were talking earlier about Buffalo, New York, mm-hmm. that shooting. I mean, we've been seeing it all week, so we're familiar with the story. Mm-hmm. But I was reading some backstory about the the shooter. That there, there was some, I mean, we all know, I think, that you got to be a very twisted individual mentally mm-hmm. to do what he did. But now they're starting to find more information about just how twisted this guy is. Mm -hmm. So they found out that there were 15 people who accepted this guy. His name is Peyton Gendron. Or is it Gendron? I'm going to say Gendron. Gendron? Okay, Peyton Gendron. 15 people accepted his invitation to his little private chat room that was on this uh, server that he was using. And the name of the chat room, he called it Happening. This is not a drill. So that was what his little chat room was called. Mm -hmm. He sent out invitations, and 15 people responded, came into the chat room. Now, in this chat room, he had been planning this stuff for months. Mm 
mm. planning how he was going to do this in Buffalo, the whole thing. And this kid is only 18 years old. Mm. But you've been on chat rooms planning all this stuff. Right. And now you got 15 people who came into this chat room, and in the chat room he had all these different posts where he identified himself as Gendron, Gen, Gen, I can't say his name right, Gendron, mm-hmm. describing his twisted views and outlining how he had been scouting top friendly markets and his crazy plan to kill as many black people as possible. Mm-hmm. All of this was in his blogs and his chat rooms. So whoever these 15 people were, which mm-hmm. now is being investigated, they had been exposed to all of his little messages and all of his wackiness. That's crazy. And at no point, Nobody apparently, did. did any of these people say, yo, dude is crazy. Somebody should call the cops right. and have him checked out or something. Mm-hmm. I guess they were just so fascinated reading all this stuff. Mm, mm, mm. So anyway, now they got uh the police and now have a copy of the invitation that he sent out mm-hmm. to people to come and join his little chat room. Mm-hmm. And then I'm not even going to mention the name of the sites cuz I'm not trying to promote these different little chat sites and apps and whatnot. Right. But the the uh officials of one of these apps is investigating how Gendron was able to use their platform and all this stuff, and they're trying to make sure that whether he was working alone or was he, you know, were there other people working along with him. Mm-hmm. And the people on this particular app are saying, uh, the I guess the, the representative for the app, they're saying hate has no place on their app, and they're committed to combating violence and extremism. I'm like, well, how in the hell were you doing that? When this guy has been on there for months, mm-hmm. inviting people to witness his extremism that he was planning, mm-hmm. and y'all never noticed it? And he was, um, they say, uh, I don't mean to interrupt, but he mm-hmm. was streaming it live. Yeah, eventually so, when he got to the shooting part, and he had told the people mm-hmm. in his chat room mm-hmm. that, hey, you want to, you know, stick around, it's mm-hmm. going to be live, and all this stuff. He had been telling people. Yeah. Yeah. That were following him in his in his chat thing. Yeah. What he's gonna do? He had a diary. They said it was a month long online online diary, which was later shared in that chat room, yeah. where he was basically feeding his appetite for all of this hate and extremism. Jesus. And then his diary also he in his diary he described how he stabbed and beheaded a feral cat at his home in Conklin, New York. Mm-hmm. And he posted the photo of his blood-spattered face after he killed this wild cat. Crazy. Now, the same it, 15 people. I guess, yeah, to the same people. Mm-hmm. But, see, he did that a while back. He did this killing this cat thing mm-hmm. prior to, you know, killing these people in Buffalo. So I'm just saying, anytime somebody going to post stuff like that and say, yeah, I killed and cut the head off of the cat and here's the blood on me, those are the people you need to flag. If the app didn't flag them, whoever came into his chat room, you know, they should have said something. But I believe the reason they didn't is because they think like he does. They were probably cheering him on, egging him on. I... But what's interesting, what you said was about the uh, animal. 
Mm-hmm. Now, now I watch a lot of espionage, this and that on TV. But they say when they start killing animals, they get ready to come to some people. That's just that's just that's that practicing, right. right? You know, on on that particular thing. Yes, that's very true. It's crazy. Yeah, you're right. That's just a rehearsal. Phew. It's crazy. So Gendron has pleaded not guilty to one count of murder in the deadly shooting um, in Buffalo, which is 200 miles from his mostly white hometown. He's also accused of shooting 13 people total in the rampage, which he live-streamed on another app that I will not mention, while wearing military-style tactical gear. And on yesterday, Judge Craig Hanna remanded him into custody and adjourned the hearing after a grand jury indicted him on the murder charge. Mm-hmm. 13 counts of murder or what? No, it was 13 people. I don't know how many counts. I, I would assume. Well, it was 13 people total shot. He killed 10. Okay. But, I mean, I'm just saying, you know, just that gives you like a little window into how twisted this dude is. Anytime you do that and then these people who came in and witnessed some of the stuff that he was either writing, saying, posting, streaming, whatever, I just feel like y'all are guilty by association. Wow, yeah, it's a lot, it's a lot. Mm-mm-mm. Well, if you guys got any questions or comments, hit us up tonight, 914-803-4306. And press 1 if you want to get in the queue. Take, take a little CC. Yeah, let's do that. Yeah. And we're coming back on the other side with a well-deserved cocktail of the week on the Pajama Party Show. I am Kettle from the original Pajama Party. If you haven't heard Pajama Party Show, you've missed out. We've got hot topics, hidden and quitted headlines, What's poppin' with Papa Didi? Our weird news. I'm just saying with red wine. Living for the city with Papa Didi. My Hollywood wrap-up, of course. The cocktail of the week. And uh, the world-famous cookie list. And, of course, you can't forget the last word. We serve it up each week on the Pajama Party Show, and nobody does it like us. You can call us each week live on Friday night at 9 p.m. Eastern. 914-803-4306 or listen live at www.avajamaparty.com You can also follow us on Twitter at avajamaparty Welcome back to Pajama Party. When it was Papa D, I'm your kettle. Hello. And red wine. A bonsoir, darling. Ooh, it's that time for the cocktail of the week. Week, week. <laughs> Ooh. Okay, Um, I'm going to mix it up. Uh, it's called the Grapefruit Cooler. Mm. And oh, talk to me, talk to me. Got some great balls involved. And, oh, Uh-oh. Anyway, um, the grapefruit cooler, uh, <laughs> six whole grapes, two-thirds part of lemon juice, one-third part of agave nectar, two and two-thirds part of white wine. I'm glad I, I wasn't good in math, but anyway. Uh, one and a half parts of absolute <laughs> grapefruit. Um 
vodka, uh, ice cubes, and three whole grapes. So we're going to muddle the grapes into a shaker. We're going to add lemon juice, agave nectar, white wine, absolute grapefruit, and the ice cubes. We're going to shake this and strain into a highball glass and garnish with those uh, three grapes. Oh, that was the three grapes extra. Three grapes, okay. Yeah, you got to garnish. Okay. And that's called the grapefruit cooler. So that's absolute grapefruit. Rather delicious, I have to say. Me, lucky. Yeah. All right. Thank you, Kettle, for this week's Cocktail of the Week. Week, week. (laughs) Brought to you by DC Homegrown Entertainment, our parent company. Thank you ever so. That is a tasty one. I I got to shake that one more time. <laughs> that was really good. Okay. It's that time, Papa Diddy. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay. What's popping, Papa Diddy? So much out there today, you know. Uh, let's see. I kicked around a lot of things to talk about. The one thing I really wanted to talk about and emphasize was, was big business, you know. I've just, I've had enough. Uh-uh. I've had enough big business, you know. What do you mean, big box stores? Or? No, just big business, period. I mean, it's Uh-oh. just... You're tapping out. I'm tapping out, yeah. I mean, you know, we're so smothered every day. Anytime we know commercials by heart, you know... <laughs> It's getting to the point where it's just, it's just too much. It's just too much. You know, there's, 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 I think that the fault and the problem and the uh, the fear is with, with them, you know, mm-hmm. not with us. We're just the, the suckers on the back end of it that fall into the trap, you know. Mm-hmm. But, you know, Verizon and, and AT&T, and uh, T-Mobile, they're all scared of each other. They're scared of one outdoing the other. Now, that's just the phone aspect of it. But then you look at other stuff like Liberty Mutual and and Progressive and Geico. You know, and every day, that's all you hear and see. Every day, Liberty Mutual commercials, just like they just drive me batty. I'm ready to go talk to a psychiatrist to get that shit out of my head. You know, if I see, you know, looking at a talking, you know, uh, whatever that is, a ostrich. That's an emu. Ugly emu, emu, ostrich. But, you know, what gets me is that they they charge you these unbelievable prices for either life insurance, homeowner insurance car insurance and you look up and all they have to show for it to show their professionalism is is bullshit commercials and and i don't understand (laughs) why aren't you comparing what your rates are in numbers show the numbers on tv up against somebody else's numbers and you're not even talking about that by having a intellectual uh a broker speak on what your real values are and what y'all stand for and Say the owner's name and stuff like that, you know. But we're so we're so pushed back, and it's by design because everything out there today is run by uh, either a, 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 a computer or, or just an automated situation, you know. Even with this, you know, this the the the, the, the platform we, that we talk on, you know, 
If we have a problem with this platform, when can you reach them? Monday? Tuesday? Next week? Yeah, you're right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Everybody becomes ghosts mm-hmm. when it comes time to answer questions. I mean, the, the, the door is always open for you to pay your bill. You can always pay that bill. <laughs> and I tell you, I was with my insurance company. I never knew you could pay the bill so quick. Thank goodness I had the right amount in that I was going to pay. Because by the time I hit that pay down button, that shit was a done deal. Mm-hmm. That money was on the top of that sliding board. And I hit that, that make payment. That money slid down that sliding board so damn fast, I couldn't believe it. It said, print this if you want a receipt. I was like, damn, I didn't know I paid it already. <laughs> Just how fast that the, the design was for that to be paid. But all I'm saying is that we, we as people, all people, black, white, or indifferent, you know, we have to put a stop to all this big business stuff. Because everybody doesn't control the world. When you go on Home Depot, all you need is what you need. Right. You know, you ain't got to walk around this store like you got to represented and they got junk everywhere you know stuff on top of stuff and there's no customer service to show you around to get what you need or no directory not no directory to send you exactly to that 60 watt pub that you may need mm-hmm. you're walking all over the damn place to find out where is the where's the damn mouse food or where's the rat poison you know what i mean or whatever you it's just Every, everything you do, everywhere you go, food stores, everything else, it's just, until people wake up, I mean, I'm woke now because I'm of a certain age, but I just pity young people now. There's just so much crap out there that's just waiting to take your money at any at any given moment wait. for anything, and, and then the customer service that goes along with it. It's just horrible. You talk to people on the phone nowadays about customer service, mm-hmm. you end up arguing. I don't know why I argue with customer service reps every day. Yeah, kill them with cats. I call up. No, no, no. I'm talking about when they're stupid, ignorant, when they're oh, ignorant. Okay. And they're not even vibe. They're trying to tell me what I want as opposed to let me tell them what I want. And all of a sudden, I'd be like, whoa, whoa, slow down. Well, mm-hmm. sorry, you have to talk to me like that. Well, you ain't got to be so damn stupid. <laughs> you started this with your stupidity. Okay. That's what initiated this whole rift. That's when I don't talk to them. I, I give me some five. Well, time yeah, to true, but I, you know, you try. <laughs> I try to hold off for a minute. But the whole thing I'm saying in a nutshell, I don't want to right. go on and on. But the, mm. the whole thing in a nutshell I'm saying is that we have to look at the world again on another light and see what is it. What is it that we really need in this world, and what we don't need. And whatever we don't need, stay away from it for now. You know, you got enough of that already? Okay. And be done with it. You got enough of that. You got four of those already. Fuck are you trying to buy five? I guess it's like, you know? uh, uh, they can. He got eight of them. He got 11 of them now. Woo! Anyway. You know, it's just, you know, but. People just stocking up stuff. I guess. It's just a mess. It's just a complete mess, so. Just watch yourself out there. Because all big businesses are private owners. Everything out there, football teams, baseball teams, they're owned by private people. Right. If it it ain't run by the government, it's Mm -hmm. private owners. Mm -hmm. And they act like they're government-connected, but no, they're not. Lowe's isn't. Home Depot isn't. Mm. Jersey Mike's isn't. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Panda Express isn't. There's an owner there. It was a business like anything else. Chipotle, too? Chipotle. It's a business. It ain't nothing special. Really. Anyway. All right. Don't win. 
done with them, huh? Oh, man. You kidding me? Hmm. You said enough is enough already. Right. I understand. Mm-hmm. Okay. Are we going to take a break or are we going to lighten it up and keep it moving? How are we going to lighten up? Okay. All right. All right. I'm looking around the room. Get a consensus. We're going to lighten it up. Thank you so much. All right. Let's let's do that. Oh, I'm up first, huh? How do I end up first? Okay. <laughs> All right. Let's lighten it up. I got one for you from Jesus. Y'all know Cheez-Its, those little square crackers? Mm-hmm. Well, Cheez-Its has got something going on now with Pandora, the music uh, streaming service. Uh-huh. Cheez-Its and Pandora has aged their cheese using hip-hop music. And they say that the cheese is smoother and more mellow than cheese that was not aged to the sound of hip-hop music. Uh-huh. Now, they said that aging alcoholic beverages to music is not uncommon, that we've seen beer age to the sweet sounds of the Wu-Tang Clan, and Metallica ages their whiskey with a patent-pending sonic enhancement system that they call Black Noise. But booze is not the only product that ages, so can cheese. So Cheez-Its teamed up with streaming site Pandora to create a way that they're calling uh, the first ever sonically aged cheese snack in the form of limited edition Cheez-Its and Pandora aged huh. by Audio Crackers. Mm-hmm. Well, they're always coming up with some. So the underlying promotional point is that other than, you know, trying to get people to eat more Cheez-Its and listen to Pandora, mm-hmm. is that Cheez-Its crackers are made with 100% real cheese, that does require aging. You know, that's how cheese is made. It has to be aged. So they said that according to a 2019 study from Bern University of the Arts in Switzerland, who uh, this study suggested that aging cheese to hip-hop music can potentially strengthen the taste and smell. So they hooked up, they being cheeses, hooked up with Pandora to uh, to give them rap songs uh, that were similar to the ones used in the study from Switzerland so that they could age the cheese in the same way. So the cheese used for the crackers uh, was aged to hip-hop music for six and a half months, and they're going to have this stuff available for purchase later this month. So if you want to get some, you know, and compare it with a box of Cheez-Its that was not aged to hip-hop music, Allegedly, you can taste the difference. So I'm sure you're wondering what music exactly did Pandora choose for them to age this music to. Well, they only shared the names of a few artists, but they had music from A Tribe Called Quest, LL Cool J, The Roots, Beastie Boys, and Snoop Dogg. But on May 26th, when the boxes of Cheez-Its and Pandora aged cheese is going to be released, Cheez-Its... HQ.com and Pandora.com are going to feature a link that has the whole playlist, and um, the the Cheez-Its crackers will be sold exclusively, exclusively now, on Cheez-Its' own online shop, which is Cheez-ItsHQ.com, beginning at 12 o'clock noon on May 26th. Uh, so mark your calendars now. <laughs> 
put it in your oh, phone, thanks, Papa Kim. Didi. So you can order your hip hop cheese. You know what? I might just try it because she the cheeses, right? The square right. ones. Uh huh. I was buying them at one point. First of all, they they give you half of a box, and then second of all, they don't taste like the cheeses how they used to. So I might just try it just to see if just to know. see. All right, test it out. Yeah. Get some that don't have the the Pandora connection. Right. And then get some that do. Right. But make sure you get them quick because they are only going to have a limited run. That's just, that's just boosting up sales. I, of I'll, course it is. I'll, so rush right out <laughs> to their website on the 26th of May mm. and get yours oh. starting at noon. Uh-huh. So get a box for you. Get a box for Papa Didi because he's going to want to try it too. I'm going to take a pass, so y'all just let me know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Fine, too salty, or you just don't like cheeses? I do like cheeses, but if I start eating those, I'm going to eat the whole box. Okay. So it's that, best for me to that type of thing. let that alone. All right. Well, I got the next one here. This crazy stuff here. Okay. What you got? A Florida man is arrested after repeatedly asking 911 to arrest our president, Joe Biden. What the heck is wrong? Um, Jacob Philback put him on the kisser list. Uh oh, Jacob who? Philback? Yeah. Okay. This, this I ain't gonna say that. This character, he's 29, <laughs> was arrested on May 8th after making a series calls to um, Pinellas County 911 system, um, requesting that Biden be arrested in former drug kingpin Jaqueen El Chapo Guzman be freed. Police uh, said the feedback was initially told that the um, information he was providing was a non-emergency situation, and he was warned not to make a similar 911 call. Feedback apparently did not get the message because he called cops again and again, saying once again that President Biden needed to be placed in prison. Wow. In the El Chapo character, free. Following the three calls of 911, Deputies decided to pay Philback a visit around 6 a.m. At the time they stopped by, Philback was one uh, was on the phone with 911. Oh my but God! But that call was cut short by his arrest. Philback um, was taken to the county jail and booked on the charge of misusing 911 system. Locked him. Up. He was later released after posting a $150 bond. Uh, which noted that the arrest document said that alcohol may have been involved. You think? Okay. <laughs> so he got juiced up and decided to call 911. Right. And say, I need y'all to come and go get the the, the, the president. Yeah. Arrest him right now and let El Chapo go. I, you know what? I, I'm I'm gonna piggyback off that for a minute. I'm gonna let you get yours in, Papa. But I have one um, that um, a weird news that happened to me personally. Uh oh. Um. Do tell. This, gen- this gentleman. I don't know. Molly wants to say this gentleman. This is funny. He parks on my property. Oh God. So I'm trying to figure out. Okay, who is this? And. I have tenants where I am as well, so I'm calling the tenants and asking, well, you know, you know who parked here. And I told them to describe the vehicle and everything. I even called my neighbor next door and asked. Mm-hmm. Nope, everybody says no. So next, my next move is called 911. 
Mm-hmm. So, you know, 911, non-emergency. So I'm surprised the cop came quickly. He came about within 20 minutes. Okay. So he comes out there and he says, um, I tell him, you know, I don't know whose car this is, yada, yada, yada. So he says, okay, I'm going to write a ticket and, you know, go from there. Then you have to, then I had to call 311 and they would come and somebody would tow it. Mm-hmm. So he goes in the car and he comes back out about five minutes later and said, well, I can't write the ticket. I said, what's going on? His ticket thing is not working. So, okay, fine. He has to call for backup. I'm like, okay. Just to write a ticket? Yeah, his machine wasn't working. So, anyway, um, the cop was going to go back to his car, and this guy just comes out of nowhere. This is black guy, 60-ish guy, comes out of nowhere, and, like, he thought he was going to get in the car and just drive away. <laughs> and he says, um, I know the people that um, live here. I went to school with them. I went to Coolidge with them. I said, I said, oh, you did? I said, I don't know you, and you were lie. Uh-huh. <laughs> so the cop, he didn't, you know, he came up and he said, well, sir, this is private property. You can't park here, yada, yada. But this character, he's lucky. He almost got a ticket in his car towed. I mean, he had a nice Cadillac convertible and one of those Elantes and this and that. I didn't know if the car vehicle was stolen or not. Somebody, you know, could have just dropped it there. He got in his car and drove away. And that is crazy. So he still didn't get a ticket. No, he didn't. Thank God the man's uh, uh, thing jammed. You know, he, he mm-hmm. wasn't used, so. Yeah, he got away real scot-free that night. Yeah, but I just thought that was, I was like, okay. <laughs> so police use a machine also? To make tickets. Really? They don't? Yeah, to generate tickets. No, I guess they don't do no writing, I guess, yeah. Mm-hmm. But they should have still taken down his tag and information and just solid. mailed it to him. I would not have let him just get away with yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. But he, he came. He violated somebody's private property. I, I agree, but he came in time. I mean, thank God the man's thing jammed, so, mm-hmm. I mean, you know. Anyway. Okay. Go ahead, Papa. That's some weird news right there. <laughs> In the flesh. Did they say alcohol was involved like this last It seemed like it was. Okay. I think homeboy went to go get a, uh, what do you always say, Papa, a nickel bag or something? Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. He went to pick up a drop. Or get a quickie from the girlfriend. Okay. <laughs> anyway. Mm. Yeah, I know all about that parking in your driveway or your, or your, on your property thing. Mm-hmm. I'd be a victim of that myself. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, this, this happened in the U.K., the uh tribular the tri tribulo mm-hmm. tribrulal in the UK they ruled calling a man ball is a sexual harassment. Huh? How? Yeah, anyway. What they got hair? Plenty of hair or something? No, it's calling a man ball yeah. is considered sexual harassment. A British employer tribal ruled on uh Wednesday. Okay, three members of the tribal, tribular, which is, a, I guess, a legal system. Yeah, it's type. like a court. Yeah. The tribunal. Yeah, it's a court. Which uh, which is the, uh, the judicial body that hears workplace disputes. Uh, All right? said that since baldness is more prevalent with men than women, using the word ball as an insult, therefore, relates to protecting character of or, or sexuality of a man, and if you call a man ball, it's sexual harassment because you're undermining him in some respect. Wow. Okay? Wow. <laughs> he is, he is. <laughs> the okay. tribular whose members, uh, they, they allude to their own experiences with hair loss, 
also compare quantum man ball to comment on the size. It, it's com. It, it's in, con- in conjunction to the size of a, man, a woman's breast. So you could, if you say something concerning a woman's breast size, you're insulting her. Well. Anyway, <laughs> they say the rule. The rule was on. The rule was on behalf of a complaint filed by uh, Tony Finn, who worked as an electrician for a British uh, bug manufacturing company. Okay, friend worked at the company which manufactures uh, wooden crest closures for the brewer industry. Brewer industry in Yorktown for nearly 24 years before being uh, fired last year. Finn alleged that during a workplace argument in July of 2019, his shift supervisor, Jamie King, referred to him as a ball cunt, (laughs) according to the Guardian newspaper. (laughs) You all right, everyone? What? He's referring to a man? Yeah. Wow. Anyway, the panel noted that Finn had not... uh, Complained about the use of the four-letter word, but was offended by being called ball. He'd rather be called a cunt than be called ball. Wow. That's how sensitive he was. That's wow. how sensitive he was about his wow. hair. I am very confused. <laughs> I am too. Wow. wow. Okay. So the judgment found that King intended to threaten and insult Finn, and added that uh, in our judgment, there's a connection between the word ball. And on one hand, it protects the character and the the sexuality of the other. So the panel ruled that the company lawyer correctly noted that uh, women can also go ball, it's noted. Well, yeah. As all three members of the tribal were men, so baldness was much more prevalent in the the men's society than the women's. They might have been all three balls. The people on the society could have been all (laughs) balls. Is really wild. So this is a workman's place uh, tribunal, tribunal, and uh, they have a rule there where you call a man ball. You can go too. So calling somebody ball. So like if you get angry in the workplace and you tell somebody that is ball, say shut up, ballie. Like that's sexual harassment. You going to jail? That's really a lot of people take it personal, but a lot of people have not intended to go. But see, you know, also we're talking people that are in the workplace. So if you're of a certain age, then, you know, your baldness would just, had just hit you. And therefore, you're still on the, on the fence with it, you know. I mean, I could see it being a more of a personal attack. You know, to me, that would be like telling somebody they're ugly, they're stupid, you're bald, you're short. But how in the world does that fall in the category of sexual harassment? Well, that's what they say. Okay. All right. Well, that's why it's the weird news. And that was in the U.K. In the U.K.? Okay. That's how they get down in the U.K. So y'all better watch yourself if you're over there. If you see a bald person, don't call them bald. You might get locked up. All right. Where are we going? We're going to take a break. Let's take a break. Yeah, I think we need to take a break for that. I'm, I'm still... Ooh, it got me going on that one. Okay, we'll take a quick break, and we're coming back on the other side with I'm Just Saying on the Pajama Party Show. You know. This is Beyonce. No! It's Friday night, so run and tell somebody that the Pajama Party is on right now, right here on WPJP Blog Talk Radio. Oh, yeah, this is how we do it. 
Call 914-803-4306 and press 1 to get in on the conversation. Or you can join us online at www.apajamaparty.com and click the Listen Live banner. So if you want to give a shout-out, wish a happy birthday, hear yourself on the radio, or get your 15 seconds of fame, you need to call us right now on 914-803-4306 and press 1. How often do you get a chance like this? Hey, we're only on until 10 p.m. Eastern, so get on the phone and call us right now. We're waiting to make you famous, even if it is just for tonight. Don't be shy. Call 914-803-4306 and press 1. I'm going to stop by the bar, but I'll meet you back at the show. All right, welcome back to the John Payne. One of you is Papa Didi. I'm Ruby Kettle. Hello. And red wine. I told you guys have no have no idea what goes on behind closed doors. Y'all have no idea. I'm red wine. Uh, Come on, Papa. We got oh my goodness, introduce. Oh well, yeah, we're uh, this oh, is uh, red wine, but uh, I'm just saying. Oh yeah. Take away your red wine. <laughs> Okay, I got a crazy one for you this time. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying, they fell for the scam of all scams. Mm-mm. Now, let me tell you this story. There was a brother named Brian Brainard Wedgworth. Now, that sounds like he should be like a highfalutin, pinky in the air, plenty money, but that's a fake out. I guess that's his real name, but this guy, who was not a doctor, played one online. Okay, you got me? Play the doctor online. He's being called the Casanova Scammer, but his scamming days are over now because he's been caught. And he's pleaded guilty to a long list of all kind of stuff, including stealing a million dollars. The people that got suckered fell for the scam of all scams. Now, let me tell you about this brother, Brian Brainard Wedgworth. He's got 25 counts against him in Florida, and he found his victims on sites like Match.com, Christian Mingle, and Hinge over a period of five years. So this wasn't something he just did every now and then. He was doing this stuff for five years. The laundry list of his charges included wire fraud, money laundering, and aggravated identity theft. This brother was busy. I'm just saying, these people fell for the scam of all scams. Now, this all happened between 2016 and 2021. Casanova Scammer used over a dozen aliases, photos of himself, dressed up like a doctor. He had fake business cards that established his phony identity. He had fake credentials. Now, he had even claimed to be associated with some of the most elite institutes like Duke University, Harvard University, um, John Hopkins University. And the icing on the cake is that he claimed to be a member of the Kappa Alpha Psi Fraternity Incorporated. This brother was faking them all the way home. Now, his victims believed that he was a wealthy, successful surgeon that was willing to pay off their debt. 
And that's because he was telling them all this crazy stuff. But in reality, he was using that story to get access to these women's personal information, which included their bank accounts, passwords, even their social security numbers. I don't know what kind of magic wand this dude was waving over people online, but they were going for hook, line, and sinker. He made these women believe that their debts were being paid by him, and then he would turn around and and use uh, accounts that were already closed and show them, I guess, fake receipts and stuff to make them think, all right, I paid your debts. Then he would make up excuses to get them to give him money. Now, he's supposed to be rich and pay off their debts, but then he got them giving him money because he was telling them, oh, my money is tied up in a a medical malpractice suit right now, and they would give him money. They buying him gifts. They were doing all kind of crazy stuff. I mean, he had the scam working hard. I'm just saying, these women fell for the scam of all scams. Um... He he even got these women to put him on their charge accounts and bank accounts as a secondary user. I have never seen a scammer get that far in. He got these women letting him write and use their money like, you know, like he was a co-account holder or something. And he's racking up charges and stuff at their expense. And finally, after one of the victims figured it out or learned somehow that he was not who he claimed to be, he doubled down. And he said, oh, see, I'm actually an undercover federal agent. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. He took it there. He said, I'm an undercover federal agent. They see what they believe. This brother, I'm telling you, this brother was creative. But now his scamming days are over. And if he gets the maximum sentence for each of the 15 charges, he's looking at more than 100 years in prison. Right. He'll see the the light of day. Man, I'm just saying. His name is Brian Brainard Wedgworth. Oh, my God. I think he got away just because he has a name that sounds like it's got to be money behind that name. Brian Brainard Wedgworth. Jesus Christ. It just sounds like someone who's got plenty of money. Wedgeworth. So I'm just saying, y'all better watch yourself online. Don't believe all the hype. Because mm. trust and believe, that brother's not alone out there. There's some more Brian Brainard Wedgeworth out there. Is he a black man? Or he yeah, it's a black man. Oh, my God. That brother was busy with the scam. Ooh. I'm like, brother. And he's what, white women? I don't know what the women look like. But I saw a picture of him, and I have to say, he ain't all that. Uh, so his rap game must be on freaking point. Because, yeah, I mean, after a million bucks that you got out of all these folks. Having that rap was the main thing, you know. Well, I'm just saying. Mm. The brother must have had a good rap. Because anytime you can scam women out of money like that, and then you you go, man, anyway, <laughs> I'm going to move on. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh, that's a lot. You're right. That was. Mm. Ooh, Lord, have mercy. Yeah, Did you put him on the kissing list? Yes. Yeah. Thank you. Mm. 
Yeah, put him on the kiss it list for real. All right. Over to you, Papa Didi. Hmm. Well, you know, remember what I was saying earlier? I said that it really has a segue to, uh, I'm talking about here. I was talking about big business. Because it's nothing but businesses. Okay? Now, remember, in business, all money goes back to the government. Supposed really? to anyway, right? Oh, really? With the taxes and stuff? Yes, of course. Uh-huh. Everything goes back to the government. Yeah, they're going to get their cut. In some respect. If it so. needs to, it better. And it will. If you, you know, you circle jerking them, they're going to catch up with your ass. Okay. Whether it's state <laughs> or government. Now, what gives me the one thing that has revealed itself? See, the, one, the biggest problem with Americans is that Americans have become... So soft, so soft, so nice, so naive, so oblivious to everything going on. Now, my, I say that because what I don't understand is how in the hell do supermarkets, big box stores, um, you name online situations, how do you run out of baby formula? Mm-hmm. Okay? Now, yeah. first of all, an infant is the most innocent creature on the fucking planet. Mm-hmm. Ain't bothering nobody. Mm-hmm. All they do is open up their mouth and cry. Mm-hmm. That's it. And when you and we say infant, we talking, because even back in the day, as, as you know, the brothers would say out there, man, you they go, boy, go to work, boy, you know you're going to get those that Similax and Pampers. That was the baby mama joke of the joint, you know. Mm-hmm. Where you going, man? I got to work, man. I got to get shoes and some Similax and some Pampers. Well, Similax was a, a mainstay. But here's the deal, too. A lot of these young parents aren't like our older parents. And they need to talk a little more. They need to talk to the children of the older parents because you can make formula. Our parents made it. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know? Yeah. Carnation okay. milk. Cairo syrup, yada, 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 boiled water, water, Mm -hmm. little taste, Mm -hmm. whatever whatever it took to make it right. You know, they Mm -hmm. made it. They made it on the stove. Mm -hmm. I mean, carnation milk, it was something also, it was two of them. Carnation, another one called pet milk. Pet milk had a picture of a cow on it, Mm -hmm. white label with a picture of a cow. Why did I know it? Because it was in my house. Okay, Cairo syrup was a syrup that, you know, thick as hell. Mm-hmm. You pour that thing out, pour that stuff, come out like, like molasses almost. Mm-hmm. But it had that right sweetener that you needed for the baby to enjoy it, mm-hmm. you know, to pacify it. But nobody knows that because the, you know, unfortunately our parents, our grandparents, a lot of them have, have passed on. They passed on. And when people pass on, it's not just a life. It's history. It's knowledge. You know what I mean? It, yeah. it, it's just it's, it's cohesiveness. It's the ability to make it work for pennies on a dollar. Just raw knowledge, you know, to make anything work. The biggest thing, the easiest way to make things work in life is effort. Mm-hmm. That's the biggest thing you got to put toward anything is effort. You know, money has its place, and cleaning has its place. 
But with money, it takes more effort to make your money go further. And with cleaning, it takes more elbow grease to get it better, you know? And those are the two things that are lacking today, you know? Nobody wants to put forth the effort, and everybody wants a spray bottle or a Swiffer, you know? Nobody wants to mop anything hard. Oh, a bucket of water. Oh, hell, the ring out of mop. Shit, are you kidding me? Get a fucking Swiffer. Put a little rag on the bottom of a pad and push it. Well, that shit ain't really getting the dirt for real, for real. It ain't getting that cruddy-ass piss to get it. You know, men, we can't aim worth a shit. So we're going to piss everywhere in the bathroom. You'll find a man's piss stains in places you least expect it. But not to say that a woman ain't a little, you know, frisky or damn self. Okay? Yeah, yeah, what? Oh, what? We're a purging cat. Yeah, We're a purging cat. We don't piss on nothing. I have seen women (laughs) straddle a toilet. Like you wouldn't believe. At a oh, club, really? I open the door by mistake. Women would be straddled like they on a horse. Mm-hmm. Pisses don't want to touch the toilet seat. Straddled. Like, what the fuck kind of position was that? What the hell? Anyway, I'm going to leave that alone. Because we need to leave women in the safe zone. All right. But all I'm saying is that in the world today, I just couldn't believe. And getting back to my story about the, 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 uh, the infamil and the formula, like I said before, these businesses out here are private businesses. Right. So when they drop the ball, it's not the government. The government now is coming to the rescue. Mm-hmm. But it's not the government that dropped the ball on this. These were different companies that was making formula automatically. Now, the place in Michigan, which was a major place that sent stuff everywhere, they had contamination. Why? They were making it so fast, so plentiful. You know what I mean? And his infant so loose, oh, let's hire some fucking illegals. Let's hire some degenerates, some 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 felons. Whatever it takes to get those cans off the shelf and in those boxes. Because even though they got machines to do everything, at the end of that, you know, cycle, there's got to be some kind of manual labor. Right. Even if it's shipping or even if it's putting the tape over the box. So you hire all these and after a while, what gets in there? Contamination. Right you know, that. contamination yeah. is real important today. Mm-hmm. Even myself, before I put ice in my glass, I run my ice. I can run my ice underwater and wipe the frost off of it. Okay. You know what I mean? That's just me. Mm-hmm. I wash with white washcloths and towels only. I don't use colored towels and washcloths. I don't want that color in me. But that's just me. Mm-hmm. I'm perfect. What can I say? Oh boy. But anyway. Okay. Well, that wraps that segment. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, all right, let's get, let's get back to the show. The peanut gallery, we smell your peanuts, Red Brown, and that's cool. Oh, you threw peanuts Lord. at me, okay. but that's cool. Um, what I'm saying is that these are personal businesses that failed, and then the kids are suffering now. And what gets me, too, is that women now are exchanging formula with other breast milk for other mothers. And one was on TV with the uh, Nora O'Donnell said. Uh, she went over and met her in the parking lot. She had to be here. Hi, here's a case of my thing because my, my titties are leaking so much milk that I got a whole freezer full of this. And she gave her a whole big old bell. But th- that woman does not know what is in that woman's titties. Did that woman smoke cigarettes? Is there some kind of yeah. something in her blood? Mm-hmm. Yeah, does her family know. have any kind of something? 
You know what I mean? The baby's connection with the mother's supposed to be the mother's connection with the baby. The Not the trailer park girl on the other side of town well, that smokes fucking Marlboro cigarettes. Mothership connection. You know, yeah, I, I don't, and I, I'm just talking because if the baby survives it, so be it. But the system is the system. And when you're drinking that breast milk, I'm hoping that it would come out of the breast of the baby, the mother that bore the baby. That's just my opinion. But, you know, the world's 50-50. Anything I say, 50% of the people in the world are going to say bullshit. So, anyway, <laughs> you know, okay. all I'm saying is that uh-huh. I just think that I hope that when this situation with that formula gets rectified, I want the government to go in there and start regulating that stuff. Start regulating it. Make these companies not only be sanitary, but make sure these shells are stopped. And don't raise the prices up. What would you going to make a profit on the, on the infants? On the babies? Hell, you're already killing us at the gas pump. Milk is higher. Everything is higher. Hell, I went to buy some bagels from the store that they make at the store that was $6 for six bagels. That shit's $7.50 now. I was like, you got to be, and this was Wegmans. Wait, yeah, I said y'all name. Fuck y'all. $1.50 extra overnight for bagels? Are you kidding me? I went right over to the... To, and they bake the, them in the house, don't they? Bake them in the house. They have a bakery. They only survive for like a week before they mold. Right. Okay, They're so fresh. I just went right over to Thomas's and got the regular pack of Thomas's, which was four twenty-five. I said, you know what, Webman's? Nice try. They're delicious bagels, right. but I'm I'm not going from six dollars to seven fifty overnight. Mm. I can't afford it. Yeah, I can't right. afford it because the man that owns Redmond's is, is rich as hell. And I'm not trying to keep giving money to his mistress because oh. I know he ain't just fucking his wife. Oh. Okay. Okay. Anyway. All right. That's it for that segment. Let's I move think on. so. Y'all nasty. What <laughs> <laughs> you talking? We ain't saying jiggity. Oh, we ain't nasty. Yeah, let's move on. And I'm nasty. Uh oh. Watch out now. Nasty girl. Nasty girl. Anyway. Okay now. All right. Um, Save the children. We're going to take a little break. We need a little CC. I need to replenish. This okay, time. well, let's do that. We'll take a break, and then we're coming back on the other side with Kettle. She got the lowdown on the hoedown on what's happening in Hensleywood. <laughs> yeah, the go down on the hoedown. All right, we'll I be back. on. Save the children, my Marvin. Oh. oh, okay. We'll have to get that one for you. Mm-hmm. All right, we'll be back on the other side of the break on the Pajama Party Show. Looking for a new cocktail to serve at your next dinner party? Trying to figure out what pairs well with your main entree? Then you need to visit the Cocktail of the Week archive at apajamaparty.com. We've got a list of all the cocktails we've featured on previous Pajama Party shows with recipes and pictures of the drinks. And believe me, we've had some good ones. And while you're on the website, visit the archives for previous shows. Just click on any date, and you can hear the shows again and again. We've got you covered at apajamaparty.com. And tell a friend. They'll thank you. It's another Friday night at the Pajama Party Show, and we're here with our PJs on because you know we don't allow clothes in here. 
If you enjoyed the Pajama Party Show, why not invite a friend or tell a neighbor to tune in right now? Go ahead and text them. I'll wait. Tell them to call us right now at 914-803-4306. And if they want to join in on the conversation, tell them to press 1 so that we'll know they have something to say. We'd love to meet your neighbors, friends, and relatives, so send them a text, email them, or call them up and tell them to join us for the Pajama Party live on Blog Talk Radio. The more the merrier, or is it Misery Loves Company, or whichever. Tell them to call us up on 914-803-4306 if they just want to listen, or press 1 if you want to join the conversation. Now let's get back to the crew and more of the Pajama Party show while I try to find out who hid the belt from my robe. I tell you the truth. Y'all know you're so wrong for that. This is the Pajama Party on Blog Talk Radio. The Pajama Party is produced by DC Homegrown Entertainment at www.dchomegrown.com. The views and opinions expressed on this program are those of the Pajama Party crew and you. So pick up the phone and dial 914-803-4306. That's 914-803-4306. And tell us what's on your mind. There's a big fluffy pillow reserved just for you at the Pajama Party. So call us now. And remember, it's PJs only. No clothes allowed. Pass it on. Log on to www.apajamaparty.com and click the Listen Live banner or call 914-803-4306. Now let's get back to the crew and more of the Pajama Party. Is it tea time, darling? All right, welcome back to the John Part One Host Papa Didi. I'm here with Kettle. Hello. And red wine. Hey, Bonsoir, darling. Mm, mm, mm. All right, it's time to go to the West Coast, Hollywood. Hollywood. For the entertainment lowdown. <clears throat> Kettle. What you got, Papa Didi? You ready? <clears throat> bring it in. Bring it in now. Hollywood. Hollywood. Okay, okay. Let's do it. Chris Rock, he's back in the news. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. The ABC president is open to having Chris Rock host the 2023 Oscars. Oh, Are you serious? Yes. The comedian Chris Rock Say might be is. in the running for the host of 2023 Oscars following the controversial smack that received from Oscar-winning actor Will Smith. Oh, Talking Lord. about the G.I. Jane 2 joke with uh, Jada Pickett Smith, the wife. Oh, boy. Oh. Yep. Remember, he also did the um, Oscars in 2016 after okay. the, um, you know, no blacks on in the Oscars right. and stuff. So, hey. Where he also made a crack about Jada Pinkett. Mm-hmm. For the record, but carry on. He, hey, he, <laughs> look, to me, hey, he's banking on what's happening, what's going on. So. Yeah, but I don't believe in, you know, because your life can be a little damaged as well. So I don't think you're ever riding high because God don't like ugly. Yeah, but anyway, yeah. go ahead. I'm not going to step okay. on your segment. I apologize. The Equalizer, uh, Queen Latifah, open to a crossover with Denzel Washington. Uh-oh. Uh, that's what I said. Uh-oh. Uh, Wait a minute, Mel. Oh, that's my show. Oh, yeah. That's my show. Equalizer is my show. Equalizer has a lot of success. They are up for season two. They just, you know, put them on board. Um, But Queen Latifah said it's up to to D. 
Big D, Denzel. Big D, he was Come on, D. I mean, um, do it, do it. From the um um her sidekick, the white guy, I forgot his name. He used to be on um Sex and the City. Yeah. They raced him. Yeah. They brought in Jada Pickett so for a minute. And I'm not sure if she's going to continue with the series or not. But um, who knows? Denzel, hey, going to put a whole different twist on it. I did enjoy that episode that she did. With De- uh, with uh, Jada Pickett. That was really good. That was a good episode. She's a damn good actress. That's mm-hmm. all I'm saying. So, G.I. Yeah. Jane, baby. Yeah, G.I. Jane. Don't do it. Wouldn't that be funny if she did do G.I. Jane? That would they, be they might become calling. Okay. Um, Greenlit Anthony Anderson reality series is debuting in 2023. The series is one of five new unscripted series for the network. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mama Anderson is ready for the debut as Doris and her son, Anthony Anderson, mm-hmm. are set to premiere a reality show with the working title, Anthony Anderson and Mom. The European vacation. <laughs> okay. Uh, uh. <laughs> Uh, that doesn't sound good to you. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. Also, um, Steph Curry. He's also set to um show premiere on the network um in early twenty twenty three called Black Pop. Uh exploring mm-hmm. how black Americans have impacted and shaped culture through film, television, music and comedy. Also Laverne Cox as well, so mm. Really don't follow her, but I mean, hey, I'm not knocking her. You yeah, know, cool. what yeah, she's do doing. I, I, I ain't mm-hmm. knocking her at all. If that's your thing, that's your thing. She's, she's been doing her doing thing her for a long thing. time, yeah. Mm-hmm. Right, yeah. Um, also, my girl, she's in the news. Mary J. Blige. You know, she she received the Icon Award at the um, Billboard Awards. Um, they got their life on that. She was wearing some outfits. Mm. They had to glue that on her. I was like, Uh-oh. I have to check. You have, you have to YouTube it. Mm. Um, I but didn't she, see that. I missed that that night. Yeah, I didn't yeah. see that either. Uh, Mary J. Blige's Strength of a Woman Festival gives ladies permission to lunch, learn, and play during Mother's Day weekend. Wow, she's doing a lot. She kicked off her inaugural Strength of a Woman Festival and Summit in Atlanta over Mother's Day weekend. Um, star-studded event uh, into 72 hours of pure female empowerment. Wow, okay. Uh, presented in partnership with Pepsi and Live Nation Urban, the festival derived uh, its name from Blythe's 2017 release album, featured number of sold-out events, including two concerts, comedy night, a food truck village, and a summit pack Uh-oh. with celebrity panelists. Oh, they did the thing. Y'all better work. Okay. Strength of a woman. Okay. Uh, the council declared May 5th, 2022, as Strength of a Woman Day, initiating what would be a jam-packed weekend for attendees. You better work, girl. She's doing the damn thing. She got a lot going on. Um, it's for her. Yeah. Wendy Williams is back in the news. Um, Wendy Williams is placed under financial guardianship. Uh-oh. Um, TV host claims misconduct by Wells Fargo. See, they're they going to get sued. Dun, dun, dun. Um, for the TV show host says her client is of sound mind and health and that the temporary guardianship isn't necessary. She accuses Wells Fargo of lying to continue controlling Williams' finances. Mm-hmm. Um, don't play, because Wells Fargo's been sued before. Yeah. Or yeah, been called on the carpet, man. yeah. They got something else going on right now. Right. When Wells Fargo refused um, to give um, 
her, I guess, her money, or she was trying to move her money to another uh, institution. Oh, they claimed right in a petition oh. for guardianship that Williams is an um, incapacitated person. The bank mm. argued that yeah. she's the victim of undue influence and financial exploitation. Does it say who her guardian is? It doesn't say yet. Hmm. They're moving towards that. Just because she said she wants to move her money somewhere else. Right. Yeah, so. But. She wasn't hooked up with that Wentworth dude, was she? Mr. Scammer? Not that I know. Okay. Of. Well, then they need to just move her money. Mm-hmm. Um, also, Nick Cannon. He says he's had a vasectomy consultation. He <laughs> said he ain't looking for pop- to to populate the earth completely. Really? You want up your lady halfway there. Look, the last thing I heard, he has four babies coming out within this year. So oh that makes sense. He has 11 children. Yeah, but Myrtle. you said consultation. He hadn't scheduled to have the surgery. His nickname is Fertile Myrtle. And because he, mm. he doesn't believe in contraceptives. Just put a jimmy cap on it, brother. Something is really wrong. I really something is really wrong. And I think Mariah Carey holds the key. She knows what's going on. He must be allergic to ladies. I mean, does he think that he's about to die? And he's trying Uh, to He did say that one time. He did. Because that's what I was thinking. That he must be thinking that his time is limited. He was still time is limited. He, has, he must be thinking, like, I need to just get all my seeds out right. while I can. He has some kind of immune de- deficiency. He has lupus. Lupus. Okay, that's, that's okay, yeah. But yeah, I guess got, he, he ready to cap it up now. Got plenty, Dude. He got plenty of um, You are doing more than the most. I got two more things. Also, um, B.I.G., check this out. This would have been his 50th birthday celebration mm. to take place at the Empire State Building uh, on Saturday, May 21st. Notorious B.I.G. would have been 50 years old. Wow. So the, for the momentous occasion, family and friends are scheduled to celebrate recognition him at the native uh, in, in uh, NYC, New York. Empire will host ceremony in partnership with Bad Boy, of course, yeah. Atlantic, and Rhino Records. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Rapper's mother is going to be there, uh, his two kids, C.J. and uh, Tayana Wallace. They're probably also 20, little 20s Kim. And 30s now. She got to be there. Mm-hmm. His right, twenty, thirty years old now. Probably. Yeah, um, he really young. Though. And he's he twenty-five. Really also, wow. they're gonna. Um, it's been twenty-five years. They're gonna highlight his um, picture on the Empire State Building. Oh, that'll be nice. Yep. Yeah, it will yeah. be. And yeah. last but not hey, least, Papa. Uh, yep, Rihanna. She announces she just had her baby yesterday. <gasps> oh. A baby boy. And, and a boy. And the name has not been revealed yet. But they said the boy is worth one billion dollars. What? Yes. What they do? Insurance? How is he worth? Okay. Worth a billion dollars. Mama's yeah. worth one point five or six billion. So. I like I like Rihanna a lot. You know. You know I like. I like the, how, where did they get that number? I from? like the fact that she know. took her career one song at a time. Yeah. And she pursued every song she did, and she just kept saying consistent on what she did. But she didn't let and nobody pressure her. She, yeah. She, she did, did her own pace, like you mm-hmm. said. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with you. Because I'll admit, I was mm-hmm. not feeling her when she first came out. Mm-hmm. I felt like she really could only sing, like, three notes. 
Well, that joined the, the umbrella song was bad. That blew I mean, up. That blew up. I mean, it had a beat. That's what I mean. Her beat, right? I felt like her vocals were really not strong, and but the beat. But then she joined in with Santana on that joint. But if you think about it, young folks, they, they're, they're into beats anyway. They're into beats first. That's and her. then, yeah. Yeah, that was her. We knew that her. That song was written for Mary J. Blige. I don't know. It was written for Mary J. Blige? Okay. That's my Hollywood wrap-up. All right. Well, thank you so much. That was some good stuff. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Well, that takes us down to the kiss it list. Kiss it list already? Yep. Yeah. They're already there. Yeah. So can you uh, go ahead, Papa Didi, uh, do your thing and explain to well, everybody. Kiss it list is people that showed their butt hiney over the last week or so. Mm. And let's give it to the Republicans for not passing the domestic uh, terrorist act. Oh, absolutely. Again. Oh, again. Every time somebody gets shot, they throw that out there, and Democrats always vote for it. And it's just sits, and they block it it. on the hill. Oh, yeah. Doesn't move. Because I tell you, Republicans know that they got family members that are corrupted. Done crazy. That is going to affect their own families. They may be Congress and senators, but they know they're originally from a trailer park. Okay. Okay. Oh, I have one. Trump finally paid the fees or penalties that he had to pay for, you know, when he didn't show up and do whatever. People sending him money, so they want to get money. That's why I was like, a hundred and ten thousand dollars. What is a hundred and ten thousand dollars? He was fined. That you say? Yeah, he was. Remember, for he was being court. fined every day. Yeah, for the contempt. Oh, that he didn't do whatever he was supposed to show up for the hearing. But or something. his to him. So he finally paid a year in contributions. But he finally paid the fee, and I'm like, it was a hundred and ten thousand. What does that mean to him? Mm. To somebody who claims they're a billionaire, a hundred and ten is like ten dollars. Right. Wow. That's like, dude, I'm putting you on the kissing list because you petty as heck. Ooh. You petty. Um, also, I got another one. This one I didn't talk about it earlier, but I put him on the kissing list. There's a private school teacher from this school. It's a private school called Roper, mm-hmm. R-O-E-P-E-R, Roper School in Bloomfield Hills, Michigan. There was a teacher who was now on the verge of being fired who put together an assignment where he put different primates, monkey, chimpanzee, gorilla, orangutan, etc., and stuck a picture of Barack Obama in with the lineup of all these primates and gave it to the kids in the class, I don't know what grade level, gave it to the kids and said, identify the primates in this picture. Like, why did you put President Obama in that? How about you kiss my monkey? Anyway, anyway I'm putting them yeah, on the Yeah, but that story gets deeper because that same little pullout that you're talking about was also given to students at Duke University. Really? Yeah, wow. so that, that went further I didn't hear about that. that. When I heard about the one that from went this further than that. in yeah. uh, Bloom, Bloomfield, Joe Hill, Madison was talking Michigan. about it today, as a matter of fact. This is crazy. They went to Duke University. Talking about identify the primate in this picture. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm like, they're all primates the except for the president. I'm not it. Yeah, was some Man, it's some low-key racist out One here. One of the things where they say, don't put your name on the paper. Mm-hmm. Just circle what you think and, you know. That's some crazy stuff. Look at the laughs, I mean, you know. 
Oh, and then there was a school in, uh, gosh, where was it? Ohio. There was a school in Ohio where some kids called themselves doing a prank. They went and put signs on the water fountains that said black only, white only. Oh, God. Put the signs up, took pictures of it, posted it on social media, and then took the pictures down. But, of course, once they put it on social media, the school got wind of it. So they're trying to look at the cameras and figure out who exactly did it. But they had it was in this was in Ohio. I'd have to go back and find the story where in Ohio, but it was in Ohio. But the, you know, the school sent stuff out to the parents you know apologizing, what? the usual and all that crap. Crazy. I'm like the, the yeah. young people today, they couldn't even handle that strong shit that was going oh, on back in the day. No. Heck they no. Couldn't even but handle my thing is they why are you making fun of that? That, that I don't, stuff I don't was strong. Get it. That why stuff you, was why strong. That's these, that's these kids. Could they've seen YouTube pictures of what was going on, wanna read yeah. through it. But that was But they thought it was stuff. funny. They thought it would be funny. Nah, and they do it this wasn't stuff. funny at all. No, it's not funny. Kent State University. None of that stuff was funny. They think it's funny. Shooting fire hot and Andy puts it to Pettis Bridge. Yes. All that bloody Sunday. See, they think it's funny because they weren't there. That was major stuff, man. Martin Luther King's assassination, Malcolm X assassination. You know, Emmett Emmett Till. All of that. That was not funny. No. That was some serious stuff, man. You you can joke about it now if you want to because you found it on YouTube. It's still not funny. Please. Break. Also, we got Nick Saban. Please. You can yeah. break that one down. Probably with him, he's been winning championships. He, <laughs> he got his ass kicked. got his ass kicked last year by Georgia. Georgia whooped him. And then this other guy named uh, uh, Debo Debo Sandals. He's the coach of uh, Clemson. He got his ass whooped. Had to win it for a couple of years. So he ain't making no more noise. He was on the stage with the uh, saving at the time. Mm-hmm. All these rich white folks, they live in mansions and everything else. Then they come out and speak their mind, and they show just how racist they are. And, you know, what are you going to do? Yeah, what are you, you going to do? Uh, we got Jacob Philbeck. That's the guy that kept calling 911, trying to get them to arrest President Biden. Put him on a kissing list. Um, Marjorie Taylor Greene. He's always on the kissing list just for being Marjorie Taylor Greene. Crazy as fuck. Uh, who else you got, Cal? That's it. Oh, the Bridget, the Wedgeworth guy. Oh Ryan yeah, Wedgeworth, scammer of the year. Put him on there. Oh my goodness. Um, somebody else this year. Oh, oh gosh, I can't remember his name. The Republican that's in the wheelchair. You know who I'm talking about, Papa D. He just lost his yeah, re-election bid. I forget his name. That. I He's can't think of his that, name. That uh, Republicans fighting him for orgies and cocaine. Yes, him. Yeah. He lost his reelection bid, and now he's putting stuff out talking about dark MAGA is coming for the people who didn't put him back in office and all this stuff. And he posted some stuff talking about who the true patriots are. Well, he just become a And Democrat. he put some names on the list about who who he thinks are true patriots. And he had uh, Steve Bannon on that list. I'm like, dude, if you think Steve Bannon is on the right side of right, you definitely are off the deep. And him and Donald Trump are best friends. Oh, my gosh. Show you how stupid he is. Just stupid. They got rid of him because he was a leak. He was a leak and he would have destroyed them. Who? 
the guy that, that, guy the one that didn't become, I can't think uh, of his name right now. The one that didn't get elected to be Congress again. Mm-hmm. Oh, and Herschel Walker. Uh-oh. Herschel Walker is still trying. <laughs> he is still he's trying. But he's not yeah, he's been running, but he's, stupid. he's not going to get elected. He's I think stupid. that's in, is it he's Georgia? Holding, yeah. He's not holding elections. He's not holding debates. He's running he for said what? he don't want to debate. He's running Congress. for Congress in Georgia. Oh. Yeah. And he's running against, uh, what's his name, Warnock? Yeah, Warnock. Yeah. yeah, he's running against Warnock. I'm like, dude, He said no debate, only because Herschel Walker's an idiot. He better, he better stick with his um, barbecue sauce. Yeah, he better find something else to do because that ain't happening. Also, uh, Mayor de, ex, ex-Mayor de Blasio, I'm putting him on the kissing list because now he's running for Congress. <laughs> I'm like, dude, haven't you had enough of politics? Go find a hobby. Get a puppy. Do something. Let it go. Just let it go. go. Get a puppy. Get get just do something else. Anyway, we got oh forty five. We gotta put Orange forty five on the kiss it list. Oh, the NFL. NFL for ignoring HBCUs when oh, it's time okay. to recruit. That's what's up. Yep. You know, y'all are on the kiss it list for that because that's some bull crap. Uh, we got anybody else? That's it? All right. We got something special for everybody on this week's kiss it list. And here it is. Kiss my entire ass. My ass. Right, welcome back to the John Party One. Here's Papa Didi. I'm here with Kettle. Hello. And Red Wine. Avonsua, darling. All right. And we're down to the last word. Papa Didi, over to you. Mm. <laughs> I hope that word. by Monday of next week that there's plenty of Similax and Infamil and any other brand names of that. Yeah. Similax, Infamil. Infamil, all that stuff. Yeah, please, restock the show. And don't raise the prices. These are children, okay? Please, you got us in gas, you got us in milk, bread, everything else. Just, you know, eat the price of the, the, the formula the, the same. Anyway, um, just be safe and. Uh, okay. Lena Chanel in the building. Thanks for joining in, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Okay, and. My last word is. Please be careful with these online scammers. You know, I know people don't know that they're scammers at the beginning, but if you're hooking up with people and talking to people online and you think you've made a love connection, as soon as they start trying to get too much of your personal info and they start talking about how they need money and can you help them out, 
you're being scammed. You know, don't let your heart and your loneliness take you to the poorhouse. As soon as they start talking about, yeah, if I could just get a little money, I got a situation, if you could help me out, you're being scammed. Don't be taken. People are telling us all the time about these stories. Watch yourself. Sometimes, you know, I know we all are looking for love, but sometimes it ain't love. It's a scam. Don't be a sucker. That's all I'm saying. Don't be a sucker. I know it hurts, but sometimes you just got to walk away. So that's my last word. Don't get scammed. Walk away. Kill the red one. Walk away. Tell them, I don't care how much you like the dick. Yeah, anyway. I don't care how good they look in the picture mm-hmm. and all that stuff they tell you and what they're going to do mm-hmm. and all of this. If they start asking for money, you about to get scammed. Walk away. All right. Over to you, Kettle. What's your last word? Um, my last word is um, something we touched on tonight, talking about the, um, I'm not sure what it's called, but the terrorist bill. Yeah. yeah. And I think they just need to domestic go ahead. Domestic terrorist. Domestic terrorist. They need to just, um, if it's not that particular bill, pass something similar to it because these people that are out here doing the things that they're doing, oh the hate God. crime stuff, it has to stop. Yeah. And this it is sad that this is this is going to be your only way. Um, I hate to say it, but because it's geared to, quote-unquote, blacks, that, you know, they seem like they don't want to pass it. And, and and that's the sad thing because think about it. Remember the guy that went into the church and shot up all those yes. parishioners in there? Same thing. Like, Same yeah. thing. Um, people in Virginia it wasn't that many, but I'm quite sure it was one or two blacks that probably got ran over or something happened in that particular incident. But it just seemed like it's just so geared to us. It's ridiculous. And yeah. it just needs to stop. Um, if not, then maybe we need to get out there and start picketing and protesting and say, we, we you know, we need to pass this. Yeah. yeah. Come all the way down to our neighborhoods. Yeah. And, uh, and stop voting for people who won't put these things through. Yeah. All these people coming up for re-election. Yeah. If they just now voted, I mean, this time around voted to say no, don't vote for them again. There you go. This yeah, this is crucial time. You're right. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So. Yep. And uh, be safe out there. And, and thanks for our special guest being here, Ms. Lena Chanel. She, she's, thanks for having me. She um she is um the young lady that sings our uh theme song. song. Yes. So uh, maybe she might sing it live tonight. I'm not sure. Oh lord. <laughs> <laughs> she's like oh. Don't even Can we get a little snippet? All right. A little snippet of Okay. Okay, she gonna do no, something for us. Yeah, just a little something, something before we get on out. Okay, what you gonna do, Lena? The the theme song unless you want to No, the go right ahead. Put on a party. Wanna say hey. join the party. Put on the party. Come on. Party crew keep it real for you. No clothes allowed. Hey. Yeah. Okay. Hey. <laughs> 
Thanks, man. All right, that was the world famous Alina Chanel. Right, you have to check her out on what she's on Instagram, Facebook, oh, everything. Man, I'm doing more film work these days. Okay, okay. Now. Okay, <laughs> check her out if you go to our website. There's a link for Lena Chanel. You can see what she's been up to, and check her out. She's very talented, very beautiful, and oh so gracious. Oh, thank you, so. Pam. Check her out. Make sure you guys tune in every Friday. All right. Thank All you. All right. Every Friday. All right. So um, if we're done, I guess we can wrap it up, gang. We can home. Yep. Yeah. What do you say? Peace out. Okay. Well, I guess we should just say uh, good night. We out, though. Yeah. All right. Papa Didi. Yeah. Good night, everybody. Okay. And Kettle. Peace out. All right. And this is Red Wine signing off until next week when we'll do it again on the Pajama Party Show. Thanks for hanging out with us. And uh, we'll see you next week. Be safe. Initiating shutdown sequence. Is it all over, Rock? I guess so. I bid you farewell, Arabatechi, Sayonara, and all that sort of cheers. Well, when you, I say when you gotta go, you gotta go. Well, good night. Jabiko. Sana. I regret to announce this is the end. I'm going now. Good night and good luck. Was it as good for you as it was for me? Now give me a kiss and say good night. Good night. Good night. Thank you. Goodbye now. Goodbye. Goodbye. Thank you. Goodbye. Thank you for attending our show and good night. Oh,